rises against me in judgment, I shall condemn. The Bible still says, if God be for me, who can be against me? My Bible, Becky Fender, tells me I don't care what it looks like. I still got a future because I have believed the report of the Lord and the arm of the Lord is revealed unto me. Give me a blanket or a towel or something. How am I doing, baby? She prayed and fasted for her daddy today. Hey, we got children in this church. There's a little old boy in this church. How old is that boy? Ten years old. Huh? Benjamin. Huh? Right? Seymour, Ben Seymour. Help me. hot in here. It's going to get hotter. Every devil in hell and in your life screaming for me to quit right now. Just stop. Just, stop, just, stop. just get back on the boat. Just get back on the boat and it'll lob some of them scud missiles over here on us. Ben Seymour. Ten years old. Came in here the other day, a little envelope. Inside the envelope, I don't know, fifteen, twenty dollars or something. Tucked in there. Said, This is my mom's working here all day. She gets here at eight in the morning. We don't go home till after midnight. This is the money she gave me to eat on. I'm giving this money. Because God told me I'm going to grow up and be a football coach. And that Austin, your son, is supposed to be on my team. And I'm fasting. He's been fasting now for four days. Plans on fasting the rest of the week. Taking the time he would eat and the money he would spend on food and praying for my son. I'm not talking. I got 10-year-old babies in this church with more spiritual authority than some of you wigged out, gray-haired, taking up space folk. We got some folk around here mean business. I said, we got some folk around here mean business. Who, who, who is she? And looking forth as the morning. Fair as the sun, fair as the moon, clear as the sun, terrible as an army with banners. Well, let me give you who she is. In order to understand, you'd have to join me on a hillside in ancient Palestine, over in the Middle East, at least, if not the Far East, to understand the text. You'd have to stand with me at the breaking of dawn. As the dawn begins to break and the darkness begins to dissipate and the morning puts on its purple robe. Standing over on the hillside just above the horizon, you could still see the moon. But as the moments pass, the moon having fulfilled her majestic duty of reflecting the image of the sun which was hidden. 
begins to bury herself in the lap of the morning. As she lowers, the sun continues to rise, and we see the sun clear, radiant. But as the day continues, the sun continues his climb to meridian glory, and at noon stands straightway above your head, his lapping flames shooting forth. Terrible like an army with banners. We see a picture of the church not yet fulfilled. We see her there when the Bible says, who is she that looketh forth as the morning? And that speaks to us of our relationship with ourselves. It speaks of the introspection that you and I should have. Because with the coming of dawn, all darkness has to leave. You see, your Bible says there's nothing hidden that shall not be revealed. Talk to me, somebody. At the dawn, there's newness and freshness. The breaking of a new day. The anticipation of what it may hold that would be different than the day which was just served and passed. There's a stirring of emotion. The petals of the flower begin to move. The birds begin to sing their melodic song. And no matter how swelteringly and sultry hot the night has been, no matter how still the darkness has cringed, no matter how sullen it has become and how fevered the sweated brow may have been through the night, always at the breaking of dawn, there's an accompanying wind and the fevered brow begins to turn cool. Oh, what a glorious thing it is to be out somewhere on a mountainside when the darkness dissipates and the sun just begins to peek over the horizon and the wind begins to blow. I've got an announcement for you in this camp meeting tonight. There's a new day dawning and the atmosphere of expectancy is the breeding ground of miracles. There's a group of people called the remnant church that are tired of the status quo and they're ready for God to do something he's never done they're ready for God to break upon the scene and show himself strong and mighty you should be looking as a Christian every day you should be reminded of the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases mercy never comes to an end they're new every morning they're new every morning you may have been walking through the midnight it may have been the darkest time of your life. You may be facing devils you never even knew that hell could concoct. You're not the only one that's ever drank a cup of sorrow. You're not the only one that's ever hugged a pillow and begged to die. You're not the only one that's hugged the carpet and ate carpet dust and begged God to lift this thing off of you. You're not the only one that's walked through the sullen heat of a sultry night and wondered if morning would ever come. But I've got good news for you. Hold on, my child. Joy cometh in the morning. A new day. It's a new day. It's a new day. 
my day. This is our hour. He didn't hold the has-beens to last. He didn't save the junky wine until men had well drunk. The curtain of human infamy is not coming down. It's going up on the last scene of human drama. And like a good master, he has saved the best for last. So buck up under it, little buckaroo. Get your loins girt about with truth and the breastplate of righteousness. Put on the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And above all, take the shield of faith wherewith you shall be able you shall be able you shall you shall you shall be able you shall be able you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one somebody shout hallelujah there's a new day dawn they're hanging they're hanging as purple turns to saffron they're hanging the moon. It speaks to us not of how we should look with introspection to ourselves, but how we should appear to the world around us. The moon is significant only in this, that she has no ability to shine on her own. She's void of the ability to even show herself. Her job, hang in the middle of the darkness, find the light of the hidden sun and reflect it. Hear me, there can be no true darkness as long as there is a moon. It may just be silver, but it ain't black. And it's dark out there, but it's not like it would be without us. Backslidden America, you better thank God every day of your life that somewhere on a street corner somewhere, there's a preacher. That somewhere, somehow, there's a little woman knelt down beside her bed, taking hold of the horns of the altar, saying, God, would you spare Nineveh for ten righteous souls? Somewhere there's somebody praying. Somewhere there's somebody binding. Somewhere there's somebody shouting. Somewhere there's somebody singing. Somewhere there's somebody with hands lifted, hearts lifted, and heads lifted toward the heavens and hills from which cometh their help and the devil may think he's going to overrun this planet but I smite my breast this night and declare not as long as there is breath in this body for I will reflect the radiance of the one who gave himself <laughs> world screaming racism look at the church Black men and brown men and white men and red men 
rich men and poor men and tall men and short men I'm speaking in the plural women too we stand side by side our hearts lifted up <laughs> Jew and Gentile doesn't matter what language we speak our hearts been changed I don't love you cause I have to I love you cause I can't help it there's somebody bigger than me living in me you understand he created us imaginal day in the image of God it means a perfect reflected image God stooped down into the red clay earth and formed man of the dust of the ground looking at his own reflection in the happy laughing splashing river of life he said I'm going to make somebody like me the apex of my creation the crown jewel of my creative capability I'm going to make him like me and he created man formed him of the dust of the ground put his hand beneath the back of his neck and lifted him up and breathed into him the breath of life and man became a living soul and he said now go forth and wherever you go it don't matter if nobody else can see me you can see me and since they can't see me you just take the life that I should have brought in your heart by Christ Jesus and you reflect it into a dark and corrupt hell-bound generation that's your job in mine to reflect the power of God in the earth. Who is she? Who is she? Who is she? Fair as the moon, clear as the sun. There's the sun. Clear. It means translated purified by fire. This is not our response to ourselves nor the world around us. Now we see our response to him who created us. God for a man or a woman that would once and forever for all get honest with God. That we would become transparent and clear. That we would no longer hide ourselves from our own flesh. That we would put away the pointing of the finger and say, it's not the deacon nor the elder nor the preacher, oh Lord, it's me standing in the need of prayer. It's me, God. It's me. There's not enough power in the church. It's not my preacher's fault. It's not the choir's fault or the organist. It's me, God. It's me, God. The sons of the prophet took the prophet out. He said we were felling a tree. We were making great progress, but the axe head fell off. And the man of God said, where did it fall? And that young lad took that prophet by the hand, and he led him over to the creek, and he said, right there, right there, right there. Right there's where it went in. Right there's where I lost my power. Right there's where I quit going to Wednesday night. Right there's where I looked at that thing across the hallway in the office in that short dress and batting my eyelashes at me. Right there's where I stopped praying. Right there's where I stopped giving. Right there's where I lost my first love. Right there's where I got. Job said, naked I came in, naked I'm going out, 
Bible says there's nothing hidden that shall not be revealed. Achan tried to hide Babylonian's garments in his tent, but the Holy Ghost, you know how he found him? He found the standard. Listen to me. Ancient Israel planted those flags, every one of them at the door of their tent. What house they were, what tribe they were, what lineage they were. And when Joshua went forth to find out where the sin was in the camp, all they had to do is follow the standards. And when he found the right standard, he said, right there's where the sin is. We're going to find the standards tonight. We're going to point them out to you tonight. We're going to find the Babylonian garment and we're going to get it out of the tent. We're going to be bare before God. I would to God that we'd have some preachers run the aisle and fall prostrate over this altar and say, God, it's me. I've been in a hotel room looking at dirty movies. It's me, God. I've not been in the prayer closet. I've been on the golf course. It's me, God. I've forsaken my anointing. I've forsaken the power of God I backslid and I know it my heart is cold and I'm not with God where I should be stop this hellish blaming you are not a victim and I do not feel sorry for you I don't feel sorry for you for what color you are what sex you are You're not a victim. If you want to be a victim, get on Oprah and out of the pew. You're not a victim. He always causes me to triumph and make it manifest his presence by me in every place. Not a victim. Refuse to be to be refused and I deny to be denied some of you have sat on a pew and got enough notebooks full of preachers notes till you could build a house out of them I'm tired give me that camera I'm tired the only way you can get a crowd is find out somebody's victim find out what somebody's what a large group is a victim I'm gonna pet you because all women are oppressed I'm going to pet you because all black folk is oppressed. I'm going to pet you because all white folk is oppressed. I'm going to pet you because you're from the inner city and you just didn't have the right socioeconomic opportunity. You just didn't have the right educational opportunity. You're a liar. I'm coming after you, dog. You hear me? You're a liar. Why my Bible says, if any man be in Christ, old things have passed away and all things are become and launch out into your future. Good God, I'm preaching to If you want to be a victim, go to Farrakhan's church. If you want to be a victim, join the National Organization of Women. If you want to be a victim, join the ACLU. If you want to be a victim, but if you want to be a victor, get yourself under the crimson red flow of a Canaan King's cross and allow the
the blood of Jesus Christ. My unto me the hidden sin of my heart. Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. Oh God! Give my backsliding and my little talking and my smooth knees and my tame dreams and my mundane vision set me on fire. Somebody give him glory for 20 seconds. Stand up, stand up for Jesus, ye soldiers of the cross. Lift high his Harvey, I sing between the keys. <laughs> Sit down.
just leave us alone. Don't. Don't. It wouldn't be so bad if I just got it from the world, but I, I don't like it when I get it from worldly preachers. Stop preaching on the blood. Stop telling people. I had somebody grab me by the arm and said, you need to stop preaching on sin. You're going to cause the people to get into it. I said, they don't need my help. They're doing pretty good on their own. Come on. We're going to be a terror to the, to the kingdom of darkness. The devil's the one that's going to tuck his tail, not me. I've been told too long to get to the back of the bus. I ain't going to the back of the bus. My daddy owns a bus line. I sit where I please. I'm not an abnormal person living in a normal world. I'm a normal person living in an abnormal world. And I've got the answer for what ails America. It's time to raise the standard. Said we're going to raise the standard. I want to march under this one. I want to march. Sit down. I want to march under this one. Can you read it? Shout it. Shout it again. Like an army that's going to march under that banner. Shout it. We're not thankful. No, 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 no. You're not thankful. To begin with, we barely even know what Thanksgiving is. We think it's a time to have a turkey. I can't get that in there. You come and get it in there. Get up! If you have to, a big old boy like you can get that in there. Thanksgiving, praise and worship. Thanksgiving, outer court, praise, inner court, worship, holy of holies. <laughs> I ain't talking about the way you sing a song. I ain't talking about whether it's a... Or a... Hallelujah. I have nothing to do with nothing. Thanksgiving is outer court. There's natural light out there. I'm thankful for what I can see. I begin to lift my hands and I say, look at my body. It's healed and well. And I thank him for it. And my body in the outer court gets involved. And I start to clap my hands to summon angels to my rescue. Like my servants. I just clap my I just clap my hands out there in that outer court. Sit down. Out there in that outer court. Natural uh -huh. light. Out there I dance. David danced. He took six steps. When he got six paces underneath the weight of that Ark of the Covenant, taking it back to Jerusalem, when he took the sixth step, 
He had to put the ark down. Had to take off his royal garment and put on a linen ephod. And the Bible said he began to dance with all his might. You know why? Because six is the number of man. But when you get to that seventh step and you realize what's in that box, you realize he's about to make your enemies your footstool. And some get in your feet and you can't get it out. And some get it. I shout out there for what I can see God declared to me this should be a declared year of Thanksgiving my people are not thankful they come in every service what are you going to do for me what are you going to do for me what are you going to do for me they're like nine lepers that took everything I had and went their way and never one time turned around and said thank you. I'll tell you what some of you preachers ought to do. You ought to start having Thanksgiving meetings. You ought to just start saying we ain't going to do nothing tonight but give him thanks. We're going to thank him for what we can see. But then when you get into praise you go through that veil. I said when you get into praise Lord God let your healing power touch Vince right now. Right now right now in Jesus name. Jesus name. Come on. Come on. Come on. He try anything. Praise, praise. We don't know what praise is. Praise. I'll tell you when you learn what it is, it'll be some other kind of something. The Bible said from the jail cell it rang as Paul and Silas sang. Heaven couldn't help but hear their call. Anybody can sing a tune on a clear day at noon. Lord, give me a song to sing at midnight when trouble all around is closing in. Let me tell you something about people that sing in prison. Men that will sing in prison are men that cannot be imprisoned. Men that will sing in prison at midnight are men of a celestial city where there never comes a day. Somebody help me preach just a little bit. Inside, there's no, in the, in the inner court, there's no outward light. There's no natural illumination, but there's only a golden candlestick with seven fonts burning brightly. And that represents to us the illumination of the word of God. And when we get in there, we're not thankful for what we can see. Now we're thankful that we can't see it. It hadn't shown up yet, but we've got a word on it. My baby's not saved, but I got a word. You and your house shall be saved. The tumor's not yet gone, but I got a word. He was wounded for your transgressions. With his stripes, you But oh, don't stay there. Take one more step. That deals with your soul. Now get into your spirit. Huh? Because when you get into the Holy of Holies, there's no natural light. And there's no candlelight. And there's no promise book. And there's no Bible. There's only presence. And you're not thankful for the promise. You're thankful for the presence. And worship is not a slow song. We worship in the beauty of holiness. Yeah, I gotta drop this. I gotta just. Can I just? 
I, I don't want to be long just for the sake of being long. Are you with me tonight? I mean, if I need to wrap it up, I can wrap it up. I don't want you to lose me. Are you all right? Are you sure? Are you sure? We worship in the beauty of holiness. What's that? We quote these scriptures that have no earthly idea under God what they mean. What do they mean? Beauty of holiness. Holiness is separation. Separation for purpose. Holiness is purpose. The beauty of holiness is the fulfillment of purpose. We worship in the fulfillment of purpose. You see an eagle soaring on the wild wings of the morning, building his nest among the snow-capped peaks of mighty mountains, and God says, that's worship. You see a hummingbird bury his head in the tulip, the smallest of all the birds, and God says, that's worship. But it's not worship for an eagle to bury his head in a tulip, nor for a hummingbird to try to build his nest among the snow-capped peaks of mighty mountains. The moral of the story is this. Stop trying to be somebody else. Stop trying to be something you ain't intended to be. It is not worship if you sing a song on the platform at Dominion Camp Meeting if the purpose of God was for you to be in the nursery changing dirty diapers. You better find out what your purpose is. And when you're standing in it, tears can run down your face because God says that's worship. And it comes to meet you at the point of your sacrifice and his presence shows up and your needs become swallowed up as your need collides headlong with his miracle thanksgiving when's the last time you just spent a whole day of prayer doing nothing but thanking him Oh, it's going to get quiet now. Shout it. Better not preach that one. Better let that one just... Just lay in the streets. Because that's where it's been for 15 years. gospel of humanism that is not a gospel at all has been perpetrated on the body of Christ where we brought God so low and exalted ourselves so high you can't tell the difference I don't want a best friend I don't want a business partner I want a God I want somebody that when my little trembling hand reaches out it finds a nail pierced hand that's bigger than mine I'm talking about doctrine let me tell you doctrine the B-I-B-L-E that's the book for me I stand alone on the word of God the B-I-B-L-E let me tell you doctrine that there is no name under heaven 
heaven given among men whereby we must be saved except the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. It's not shaking the preacher's hand or going to the spaghetti dinner. It's having a blood-bought relationship with a crimson red side of a Canaan king and asking Jesus Christ to become the Lord and Savior of your life. And anything else will send you to hell, sir. Anything else will send you to hell, ma'am. Anything else will send you to hell, teenager. I'm going to cry loud and spare not. I'm going to lift up doctrine. I'm going to tell you there's an experience called the baptism in the Holy Ghost that's for more than just a little ta-ta-ta, ma-ma-ma-ka-ka-ka. Heaven's real, hell's hot, and eternity's long. That's doctrine. There's a thing called the rapture of the church that when the black hairs on the head of damnation grow white with horror, if you're blood-bought, you're coming out of here. That's doctrine. So ought men to love their wives as Christ loved the church. That's doctrine. Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church. That's doctrine. Wives, obey your husbands in the Lord. That's doctrine. Children, obey your parents in the Lord. That your life, that your years may be long upon the earth. That's doctrine. With his stripes, I am healed. That's doctrine. The true church casts out devils. That's doctrine. There's a place called heaven. That's doctrine. There's a place called hell. That's doctrine. There's a thing called sin. That's doctrine. There's a thing called sovereignty. That's doctrine. Preachers start preaching it. Get your nose out of a psychology book and get it back in the word of God and preach the everlasting truths of this gospel. Doctrine. preaching on that one tonight listen I'm tired of a bunch of little dabble do you Christians some of you have had enough oil put on you you look like a grease pig at a county fair you ain't one bit better off than when you started and you're not going to be because let me tell you what you got you got a heap and double dose of the lazies you ain't got your nose in a bible you're not walking the floor you're not praying you're not praising you're just running around like some kind of dog in heat after whatever preacher's hot at that time so maybe they can do for you what you're too lazy to do for yourself don't shout me down just cause I'm preaching Get the Christian psychiatrist off your staff, preacher, and get some prayer warriors on there. Stop counseling and go to casting out, and I'll guarantee you, you'll have a better church. Can I preach? Hey, thanks for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, I want to invite you to tell someone in your life about the podcast 
Hope you'll do it today. Head on over to iTunes and leave a review. Share it on your social networks for me. Really helps me get the word out. I'd love for you to connect with me on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. No easier way for me to minister to you every day and throughout the day and for us to join together in faith as God moves in and through your life. You can find links to all my pages at rodparsley.com. God bless you now, and I hope you'll listen again soon.